Shalom to all. Today's office is Baba Kamata Flamid and we're starting about the second line with the words Hayushnaim Shalashekhad, Shnaim Chayovim. And today's office sponsor, Lilu Nishmas, Mars Mim Sarabas, Rabiakov Moshe, Hernish Shamashad Haven Oliah, and Lilu Nishmas, Rabichmil Mardachab Nerb Chayim. His neshama should have an oliyah. So this part of Mishnah was talking about where two of Ruvain's shvarim were chasing Shimon's shar down the street, and when they arrived at the scene of the crime, they saw that Shimon's shar was damaged. And so Mishnah says that both of them, both of these shvarim of Ruvain, are chayev. So now we analyze what that means. I'm only Rav from Parzika, Ravashi. Rav from Parzika told Ravashi, Shmam, you know, does that mean we see from here shvarim tam sheziku that if two shvarim that are both a tam that damaged rotzmizegaiva rotzmizegaiva that if he wants to collect from one, he collect from that one, and if he wants to collect from the other one, he collect from the other one, and that means that if one of these shvarim dies or gets lost, and then the payment could still be collected from the other one. That doesn't make sense. Only one of these farm damaged, not both of them. So he responded, no, Hachmaiskin, what are we talking about over here in the Mishnah? Bimu'adin, where they're both Mu'adin. So the owner has to pay Nazak Shalim. It doesn't make a difference if the shah that damages here or not. As we're talking about Shvarm that are Mu'ad, let's take a look at the next part of the Mishnah. One of the Shvarm that damaged was big, the other one was small. Hanizakram, the Nizak says, Gadol Hizik. The big one did the damage. Famazakram, the Mazak says, Likey, that's not so. Elakatan Hizik, the small one did the damage. And the Mishnah told us, Whoever's trying to be the Mighty, that's the Nizik. He's trying to be Mighty Mamad from the Mazak. So he has to bring the Raya. Now here's the question. Ibn Muadin, if we're talking about Shvarim that are Muad, what does it make a difference which Shvar did the damage? At the end of the day, the Mazak's going to have to pay the value of a full Shvar because the Shvar Muad. So who cares if it was a huge Shvar or tiny Shvar, expensive Shvar or cheap Shvar that did the damage, the Mazak has to pay full damages. So I'm you told him, Seif of Batam and Reisha Muadin. You're right, the Seif is talking about a Tam, but the Reisha is talking about a Muad. However, we continue asking, if you want to say the Reisha is talking about two Shvarim that are Muad, well, Chayavim, instead of saying that they're both chayev, chayev gaframi bayle. We should say that the owner is chayev because not the shar that's chayev. We're not paying from the guf of the shar if it's a muad. The owner has to pay. So why does Mishnah say shneim chayavim? But soon, furthermore, my shneihem. What does it mean that both of them are chayev? So Gemara says you're right. El oilem betamen. Really, in this case, we're talking about where both these shvarim belong to Ruvain. They're both tamen, and only one of them did a damage. However, Rabbi Kiva, this part of the Mishnah is according to Rabbi Kiva. The Amr Shutfin Ninhu holds that the mazik and the nizik are considered partners in the shar that damaged. But tamen, the reason why the mazik has to pay the nizik is this because both of these shvarim are here. Because he can't push him away. The Mazik can't say, well, we don't know which shard did the damage, so you don't know which one to collect from, because both of them are here. So Maman of Shach is either from this one or from that one. But if both of the shvarim are not here, let's say one of them got lost or died, the Mazik can tell the Nezik, go bring a proof to Hayatura Azkach. That's this shard that's still here. That's the one that damaged you. And then I'll pay you. So actually turning around our understanding of this part of the Mishnah, we're not being machmir on the Mazik like we thought originally, that you would have to pay from either shard, even if one of them gets lost. Over here, we're saying the opposite, that if one of them gets lost, the Mazik would not have to pay because it would be incumbent upon the Nizik to prove which shard did the damage. Mazal are finishing the third pair of Masechah's Babakama, just like we're going to finish this pair together. We should be going to finish the entire Masechah together and, of course, all of Shas together. And moving on to brand new parak, the Mishnah says, One shard that damaged four or five shvarim, one after another. And this shard is still considered a tam. How is that possible? So a gourd once and then saw a shard and did not gore it. Then a gourd again and then it saw two or three shvarim and did not gore them and then a gourd again, so on and so forth. And we're going to see in tomorrow's Gemara that in such a situation, it has not developed a pattern of being a muad, so it's still considered a tam, which means that the owner has to pay chatzinezek to every one of these shvarm that was damaged. So how does he pay? Because remember, chatzinezek is only paid miguf of the shar. So Yisham Ma'achan Shabahem, he pays the last one that was damaged. That's the guy that gets paid first, bimyash by Maiser. And if there's extra money in the value of the shar, that gets paid to the one before him that was damaged. So let's call that nizek number four, bimyash by Maiser. And if there's
there's extra money left over, that's returned to the person before him, which is Nizak number three. And it turns out the last one gains, which means the last one that was damaged, he gains because he gets paid first. opinion. A shar worth 200, they gored another shar worth 200, and then a velo, the dead shar, is not worth anything. So this one takes a mana, this one takes a mana, which means the mazik takes a mana of his shar, and the nezik takes a mana of the shar. That's splitting it in half. Now let's say, the shar went and gored another shar worth 200, and again, the veil is not worth anything. So, Achran, this last guy that was damaged, Noetomana, Vishal Fanov, and the two people before him, Zenot Chamishim Zoz, Zenot Chamishim Zoz, each one takes 50 Zoz of the remaining 100, which means the owner of the shar takes 50, and the first guy that was damaged, he only gets 50. Chazvanagach Shar Achrashav Masayim, it goes and gores another shar worth 200. Achran, this last guy that was damaged, Noetomana, he takes the mana, Vishal Fanov Chamishim Zoz, and the one before him, which was number two, he gets 50 Zoz, Ushnaimar Shaidim, and the original two, meaning the owner and the first guy that was damaged, dinners of, they each get a dinners of, which is 25 each. And the Gemara is going to explain who exactly the Mishnah is like and how this split up of money is working. So we analyze the first part of the Mishnah. I see some money. Who's the first part of the Mishnah like? The like Rabbi Shmuel, the like Rabbi Kiva. It's not like Rabbi Shmuel or like Rabbi Kiva. Eek Rabbi Shmuel, if you want to say it's like Rabbi Shmuel, the Amr Bali Chaivis Nenu, who holds the people that are damaged by a Tam are just considered Bali Chaivis. Hi, Achrain Achrain Niskar. Instead of the Mishnah saying that the last one gains, which means that we pay the last Nizak first, Rishan Rishan Niskar in Bailei. It should say the first one gains, meaning the first one that was damaged. Because it's a classic case of a Balchayv. If Reuven borrows money from Shimon on Sunday, and from Levi on Monday, and from Yehuda on Tuesday, so Shimon gets paid back first because he's the first one that lent money, and then Levi and then Yehuda. So if the Mishnah is Rabbi Shmuel, that's how they should be getting paid in order of how they got damaged, not the last one getting paid first. Any Kirby Kiva, you want to say the ratio of the Mishnah is Rabbi Kiva, the Amar, Tur, the Shutvihu, that this shar is not just considered to be owned by partners, like we've explained she is Rabbi Kiva before, that when Reuven's shar damages Shimon's, now Shimon is considered a partner in Reuven's shar. So, hi, when the Mishnah says, Yesh by Meiser, if there's extra money, that gets paid to the one before him, meaning to Nezik number four, let's say, after Nezik number five was paid, it should be paid to everybody because everyone who gets damaged is now considered to be another partner in the Shar. So are we saying that after Nezik number five gets paid, that extra money would go to Nezik number four and then Nezik number three and then Nezik number two, so on and so forth. Why don't we just say that extra money goes back to everybody because everybody is considered a partner in the Shar. So the ratio is not Rabbi Shmuel or Rabbi Kiva. So Amar Rav explains no. Really the ratio is Rabbi Shmuel. The Amar Bali who holds that everyone damaged is considered a Baal Now that you had a problem with the Lashon of the Mishnah, that it said that the last guy who gets damaged, he gains, and really it should say that the first guy who gets damaged gains. Over here, what are we talking about? It's referring to where the Nizik grabbed the Shar in order to collect from it, which means Ruven's Shar damaged Shemin. Shemin now grabs Ruven's Shar so he can get paid from the Shar. And then what happened? While it was in Shemin's Rishos, it damaged Levi. So Vanasa al Shemr Sachel and Uzakin, that means that Shimon became a Shemr Sacher towards the Shar in regards to Nizakin, and so now Shimon has to pay. And then when Levi was damaged, Levi grabbed the Shar to collect payment, and then it went and it damaged Yehuda. So now Levi's part of the payment. And that's why the last guy who gets damaged, he gets paid first, because everyone before is Chayv in the payment. Ask Mariachi if that's so, Yesh by Meister Yachsur Shalifanov, instead of the Mishnah saying that if there's extra money, it should go to the one before him, Yachsur Lebailim Bailei. The Mishnah should say it goes back to the owners, because all these people, Ruven, Shimon, Levi, and Yehuda, they're all considered owners because they grabbed 
the shore to be able to collect from it. So Amar Ravina, Ravina answers, Hachikdani, this is really what the Mishnah is saying, Im yesh by Moser bin Izakov, if there's extra money in the damages, Yachshar l'shalafanov, it goes to the one before him. For example, if the fourth guy got damaged more than the fifth guy, so he needs to be paid more than guy number five, so that money's going to go back to him. And that's what the Mishnah is referring to. So we have no problem. So the ratio of the Mishnah is Rabbi Shmuel. And the Gemara just continues, V'chen ki Yatsar Ravin, Ravin came from Yisrael, Amar Rabbi Yechanan, he's saying the name of Rabbi Yechanan, and Mishum Pshias Shaimim Naguba. His first case, the Mishnah is touching on the scenario of Pshias Shaimim that a Shaimer was negligent, and that's the way that we just explained it. Ask Gemara, but my own came to Rabbi Shmuel, and that you just explained the ratio of the Mishnah like Rabbi Shmuel. Well, Yehachiv, that's so. Ima Seifa. Let's take a look at the Seifa of the Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon said that Shor Shavu Masayim, Shor Shavu Masayim, a Shor with two hundred, the Gord a Shor with two hundred, but in a veil Yafa Klom, and the veil is not worth anything. Each guy, the Nizik and the Mazik, are going to take a mana in the Shor Hamazik, and then Chazav Nagach Shor Achar Shavu Masayim. If it went and damaged another Shor worth two hundred, Achar Noito Mana, this last guy that was damaged, he takes a mana. Shalafanov and the two people before him, Zenoito Chamishim Zos, Zenoito Chamishim Zos, each one takes fifty Zos, which means the owner of the Shor takes fifty Zos, and the first Nizik takes fifty Zos. Chazav Nagach Shor Shavu Masayim. It went and gored another Shor worth two hundred. Achar Noito Mana. This last guy that got damaged, he takes a mana. Shalafanov and the one before him, which is the second guy that got damaged, Noito Chamishim Zos. He takes 50 Zos in the Shor, which time I was showing him dinners of, and the first two, again, meaning the first Nizik and the Mazik, they take a dinners of, which is 25. While it's on the Rabbi Kiva, that now is coming to Rabbi Kiva's Shita, the Amr to the Shutvihu, who holds that this Shar is really owned by Shutvim, and therefore they each split it equally. Let's just make a Cheshbin with that. When Reuven's Shar damages Shemin, so Reuven and Shemin are now partners in this Shar, and each takes 100, because they're Shutvim, according to Rabbi Kiva. Now this Shar goes and damages Levi's, so it's as if Reuven and Shemin's Shar damage Levi's. So Shemin also has to take part in that payment, which means that Shemin would only come out with 50 at the end of the day, as will Ruvain, and Levi is going to come out with 100. Now this shard goes and damages Yehudas, so it means that Levi is also part of the Hezek, so it means that Levi has to take on his shoulders to pay for some of this, which means that Yehuda is going to come out with 100, Levi is going to come out with 50, and Reuven and Shimon are going to only come out with 25. And here's the problem, Reish Rabbi Shmuel, Vesev Rabbi Kiva, does that mean the Reish of the Mishra is Rabbi Shmuel and the Seva is Rabbi Kiva? That doesn't make sense, we want it to be one Tana all through it. So Amr, he answered, in yes, actually in this case, the Reish is Rabbi Shmuel and the Seva is Rabbi Kiva, the Amr Le Shmuel, Rabbi Yehuda, Shmuel told Rabbi Yehuda, Shinana, sharp one, Leave the Mishnah. Stop trying to explain it according to Wantana, but Tabas and go after me. The Rish Rabbi Shmuel, the Sefer Rabbi Kiva. The Rish is Rabbi Shmuel, and the Sefer is Rabbi Kiva. And now skipping the parentheses, going on to something that's going to be connected to our Mishnah. Tanan Hasim, we have a Mishnah over there, which is later on the Masechta. Hatakel Chaveroi, if a person yells in his friend's ear and he embarrassed him, nice and like Sela, he has to pay a Sela for that embarrassment. Rabbi Huda says the name of Yes Eglili. Mano, he has to pay a Mano, which is much more than a Sela. And now we have a story about this. Who governed? There was a fellow that talked He yelled in his friend's ear. Shalcher of Tuvi of Yosef, Rav Tuvi Ramasna sent the question in front of Yosef, sell it Suri Tanan or sell Medina Tanan? When the Mishnah says that a Sela has to be paid for the embarrassment, is that a Sela at Suri or is that a Sela Medina? And a Sela Medina is an eighth of the value of a Sela Suri. So which type of Sela are we talking about? So he told him, Tanisu, we learned it in our Mishnah, Ushnaimari Shainim Dinner Zav, that after the third damage, the first two, Ruven and Shimon, they're going to come out only with the Dinner Zav. If you want to say that whenever we're talking about money, we're talking about Medina money, Sela Medina, Nivlik Vinisni Adres of why doesn't the Mishnah continue mentioning cases where there was another person that was damaged and it's going to turn out that the first two fellows, Reuben and Shimon, are going to come out instead of with 25, rather with 12 and a half, which is Trace Arvisela. And since we didn't mention that case in the Mishnah, it must be that we're talking about Sela Tsuri and not Sela Medina. Amalei responded to him, that's not good logic. Tana Kirucha Lisni Vlazel? Is our Tana supposed to be going along the way, counting like a peddler? Does he have to mention every single case possible with every denomination of money? No, he mentions a few cases and leaves the rest for you to figure out. So maybe we actually are talking about Sela Medina and not sell at Suri. So you might ask, my Havalah, what's up, Sak? When we say a person has to pay a Sela, does that mean sell at Suri, which is very expensive, or sell a Medina, which is an eighth of that value? So we answer Pashtu and Miha, the answer from the following, the Amr of Yehuda, Amr Rav, Rav Yehuda, Sebashem Rav, Kol Kasva Amr Batayra, 
Anytime the Torah says that a person has to pay a particular amount of money, Kesef Tzuri, that's referring to Kesef Tzuri, Vishal Devreim. However, the Chachamim say a person has to pay a particular amount of money, Kesef Medina, that's referring to Kesef Medina. And over here is the Chachamim saying that this is how much people have to pay, so it's Kesef Medina. Now going back to our story, Amr Lehu Gavra, the fellow who got his ear yelled in, who deserves the Sela, he said, Hayol Palga Zuzuhu, since I'm only getting half of a Zuz, because the Sela Medina is half of a Zuz, Lebi Ino, I don't want it, that's not enough money, Nesulanim, give it to Naniim. So Hadar Amr but then he told Rav Nesunyeli, you want to know it? Give it to me. I'm going to go and heal myself with it, meaning I'm going to go relax and buy myself some ice cream, even though it's not so much money. I'm going to do something with it. However, Amalei Yosef, Yosef told him, The moment you told me to give it to the Aniyim, automatically the Aniyim were in it. Why is that? Even though there's no Aniyim over here, there's Aniyim only somewhere else. We are like the hand of the Aniyim. Rav Yosef was a guy by Tzedakah, and by telling him, I want you to have it, he's basically giving it to the Aniyim right now, because Rav Yosef is representing representative of the Aniyim. And where do we see this concept that somebody could be the Yad of somebody else? They're the representative of them. Yusayim do not need a prosbol. And Tani also taught don't need a prosbol. We know that a prosbol is a document one writes which hands their loans over to Bezdin and this prevents Shemitah from canceling the loan. And Yusayim who owed money don't need to make a prosbol because Bezdin bears responsibility for Yusayim anyway. They're like the Yad of the Yusayim. So Yusayim don't need a prosbol. And something similar they were like the fathers of the Yusayimim. Again, they were their representatives. Now we just have another story about someone yelling in somebody else's ear. Chanam Bisha took a leila who gavra. Chanam Bisha made a loud noise in a person's ear. Asla came to Ravuna. I came to Ravuna. Amrle he told Chanam Bisha Zil Havle Pagazuza. Go give him half a zuz, which is Salamadina. However, Havle Zuza Macha. Chanam Bisha had a Zuza Macha, which was like an old worn out zuz. It was bent and dented and rubbed out. And by the misfalei mine Pagazuza, he tried to give him half of a zuz from this. Blei have mishtakale. He wasn't able to break it up into smaller denominations because no one wanted this coin. So what did he do? Takla Echarina, he yelled in his ear again, now owing him another half of Zos, Vyaveni LA, and he gave him this full Zos. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.